Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to this episode of Sunday Messages. And Happy New Year! It's officially 2024. Last time we chat, I gave you the 2023 recap. I went super in-depth on everything that was going on in my life and in my work. Kind of how I was making decisions and how I was navigating things. And one of the things that I mentioned is I did not aim at anything in 2023. Aside from needing to find a new place to live or wanting to get specific results in different programs or have different outcomes. Of course, I had intentions and things that I desired, but it wasn't structured at all. Like I went into 2023 with absolutely no plan. And I've been considering 2024 for like the past week, just kind of figuring out what I want to do, going through my usual processes, looking at everything, you know, sitting and meditating on my plan for 2024 because I have more space to do that this year. If you didn't listen to the 2023 recap, basically I didn't have any mental capacity to do any goal setting or intention setting for the new year. And I was in the middle of a move, a major life transition that I needed to look for a new place. It was just absolute chaos starting things off. And I noticed that was how it had been in 2022 and 2023. Because remember in 2022 was when I got the big house. That was when I had like an avalanche of manifestations roll in all at the same time because that was right after my first round of Apex. So I've had these really contrasting experiences over the past couple of years where it's like I had everything and then I had an existential crisis after that and I felt really disconnected from my purpose and then I aimed at absolutely nothing. And my attitude last year was just like, let's see how this goes. Let's let's just roll with the punches and see what emerges out of this experience. So it was a much more organic year than what I'm used to. So that gives you some context for where my mind is at, where my heart is at, and just the experiences that I've had over the past couple of years. My perspective has changed dramatically after going from manifesting really big things to having that organic unstructured year. One of the big things that I realized about myself personally is that when I set goals, I can feel somewhat like I'm capping myself or rather I'm capping God. So let's just use money because I know this is a big one for people. So let's say you have a specific numbered goal that you would like to reach. There's a certain amount of money that you want to receive within a 30-day period or within a quarter or within a year, whatever it is that you'd like. I used to do this. I used to play with different numbers and, you know, exercise setting, you know, different goals or aiming at different numbers, whatever. But the way that I feel about it now And this is personal for me. So 
if you do really well setting specific numbered goals, ignore what I'm saying right now, if you know that that works for you. But what I kept running into is this feeling like I'm capping God, like I'm actually limiting what God can do for me and what is possible to co-create together. And instead of setting a particular numbered goal, I'm more interested in seeing the power of God, realizing what is the actual potential of God, not the limitations of my own mind, because I feel that my mind will always start to cap out at the place where it's comfortable or at the space where it can imagine. So I have a certain number in my mind that's basically as far as I can conceive. So when I would practice with all of these numbers, and sometimes it's good to just aim at something, you know, set the bar somewhere for yourself, have something to focus on. But there was this part of me internally that was just like, why not more? Or why not bigger? Or why not something else. And I, we could go into a whole conversation about, well, it's, it's nice to practice in the early stages of manifestation, you know, to kind of get your feet wet. You can start aiming at things that you feel good about, get yourself behind it until it just becomes your default baseline. And then boom, it pops into reality. And the more that you practice aiming and achieving, aiming and achieving, aiming and achieving, that develops your manifestation muscle. And that's an extremely valuable skill. I mean, if you if you doubt yourself or if you doubt the powers of the universe or if you doubt God, you doubt your ability to create, those types of exercises or being really intentional and deliberate about things like that is a great way to build your muscles. But for me, after 2022, when I had these experiences of like manifesting the most gorgeous house, like with a pool and a hot tub and just this glamorous kitchen, and like it it was everything that I asked for to a T, down to the location. Like it was just such a significant testament to the power of the universe for me, like with everything that I had going on at that time and everything that I was doing. But the interesting thing that I've noticed happening within myself and the way that I'm coming into 2024 and as I've really been focusing on what I want to bring this year and how I want to handle this year, what I've realized is I have far more interest in God than I do my own limited goals. Because here's the thing, here's the thing. God is already aware of all the stuff you want, right? When we're thinking about this divine source of intelligence that has been with you every single step of the way, that has heard your every single thought, that loves you unconditionally, okay? This powerful source that is already taking into account every single thing you desire. I don't know about you, but I have far more interest in 
what's God up to? What does God think about this? How far could God take me in a calendar year? Instead of focusing on, you know, one financial goal, I'm not interested in hitting one financial goal. I want to see what God is going to do to my finances this year. Or when it comes to my business, I'm not, you know, digging my nails into a launch schedule this year, although there are things that are on the calendar and there's, you know, a certain amount of structure that is helpful. But I'm more interested in what will God inspire me to create this year? What is going to want to come through me this year? What resources and people are going to come together in order to bring things to life this year? That's my interest. And the thing is, I cannot coordinate all of this mentally because I'm not in full control over the timing of the inspiration or the timing of the people and the events and the the order of operations that things are unfolding in. So my attitude this year is unlike ever before because I am now at this place in my relationship with God where I genuinely want to see what happens when I do this God's way. Not that because I'm looking at this from two different dimensions. There's my logic and rationality and the limitations that that come with my own humanity. And then there is the supernatural power of God. That's my interest. Like I don't I don't want to do things just based on my own logic. I don't have any interest in that. That's boring. Logical approaches will get you logical results. I don't want logical results. I want illogical, irrational, unrealistic, God results. That's what I'm interested in in 2024. So I was thinking about this and I've been contemplating how can I best facilitate this for myself? Like, what is it that I need to do or what is it that I need to commit to in this year in order to do this with God? Like what I'm talking about and really put this to the test. So I've decided that this year I'm going all in on God. Like that is my main squeeze. God is first place. God is in the driver's seat. God is directing how this year is going to go for me. And it's like, of course I have things that I'll, things that I like, things that I'm focused on, things that I want. Yes, 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 yes. However, I'm just not interested in capping what God can do. And that's my whole frustration with goal setting right now. Like I'm just kind of fussy with it because every time I go to, I don't know, even something like intention setting or whatever, it feels like, why am I even bothering writing this down when I think God can do it better than the limits of my imagination? Because my imagination is really active. You know, an imagination is communication with God, your higher self, that intermediary between 
the source of consciousness and your human mind. And so I I just feel like I really want to take all of the limitations and all of the mental constraints off of my year. And I want to see what happens not when I'm going in unfocused and letting the year unfold organically. No, 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 no. No. I have many things that I am committed to. I have many things that I'm going to be experimenting with. And I am committing to certain things for a full year. And I'm going all in on the energetics. I'm going all in on not seeing what I can manifest or what's possible for me to make happen. No, I want to see what God can do. I want to see what can God reveal to me in a full calendar year? How far can God take me in one year? That's what I'm interested in. So anyway, I'm still in the process of putting things together and kind of formulating my plan. And it's very, very, very experimental. Right now, I'm in the stages of deep listening and just taking the guidance that I'm getting, but it's very odd. It's abnormal stuff that I've never done before. So I'm not, I I don't know how I'm going to document this or what I'm going to be keeping track of or how much I'm going to be sharing. But I just want to let you know, I'm, I'm making some very big commitments in 2024 and we're going to see how this goes and you guys can tag along. You can stick around and watch however I choose to document, but that is something that I'm in the process. I'm also making a commitment to documenting for myself so I can see how this is going to go. As of now, I have a pretty good plan in place. It's not complete yet, but I'm, I'm part of the way there. So we're going to see how this goes. We're going to see what happens So we're going to see what happens when I do it God's way. I've done it my way. I've had a taste of that. I've seen what can happen when I put my mind behind a goal. All of that is fine and good. However, I feel like I'm leaving too much on the table for me to continue doing that. So I just wanted to fill you in on, you know, kind of what I have going on as of now and where my commitments are. And they're not to anything material. Like I I have not set any type of material or financial goals or made any commitments to any of those things because I really want to let God move the goalposts for me rather than me trying to set them and go on the emotional roller coaster of trying to get there. So anyway, that's going to be a very very large undertaking for me this year. I'm very excited about it. But another thing that I've been reflecting on is that I don't actually believe that doing something every day is difficult. So there's obviously lots of conversations about consistency and habits and routines and whatever. All of that is going on, but I have to be honest. I truly believe that the enemy is numbing. The number one hurdle 
for people maintaining what they want to maintain or doing the stuff that they want to do is numbing behavior. I've said it before, but I'll say it again. When you are considering what do I want to be doing and the option that's in front of your face or the competition, if you will, is a numbing activity, well, then you're putting your desires at odds with numbing behaviors. And a lot of the time, the numbing behaviors are satisfying for people. Like that's something that has such a strong pull, not only because of just general momentum that you've been developing over time, but if you perceive your desires as being really far away or taking a lot of really, really hard work in order to get there, well, you're making a case for why you should engage in numbing behaviors instead. Because it's it's obviously not going to be fully conscious in the moment when you're running on autopilot. But what ends up happening is if you've already put your desires in the category of being far away or really hard or really difficult or whatever, why bother? Like why bother pursuing them? They're far away anyway. This is something that is going on internally. It's almost this perception that's running in the background. So then it's kind of like there's this split off between, well, I could do something good for myself now, but it's not going to have any major impact right away. Like there's not going to be an immediate payoff. And so I may as well not. If your efforts feel like a drop in the bucket... And then you put that up against a numbing behavior. The numbing behavior is going to win way more often than you want to admit. And I'm saying this because I feel this tension within myself even. And one of the only reasons why I'm able to resist or have a greater level of consciousness than usual is just because I've done so many fasts. So when you've done enough consumption fasts, over time, you'll start to be really, really, really conscious of when you're starting to slip or when the numbing behavior is about to take hold or when you're experiencing that internal tension. And again, your perception is distorted because your desires are not actually far away. So anyway, going back to what I was originally saying, I don't believe that this is a willpower issue. The bigger issue is there are too many opportunities to numb and there's way too much permission to numb. And the more numb you are, the more difficult it is to feel improvements because you've blunted your sensitivity. So it causes all sorts of structural issues energetically because you will start writing things off as, well, it's not working or it's not effective or I'm not seeing improvements or I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. You'll start shooting down all of your progress when really it's not that you're not making progress, it's that you're numb, you're desensitized to a lot of this. And so 
when I'm talking about consumption fasting and when I'm talking about you need to sharpen and increase your sensitivity, it changes the way that you make decisions. And so my invitation for you in the new year is consider you may not have a willpower issue, you may have a consumption issue. You may have a numbness issue. Because I can guarantee you if numbing activities and numbing behaviors were not in competition with your desires and with movement forward and with progress, your willpower wouldn't even be a factor. You feeling motivated wouldn't be necessary because If the option is, let's say you took numbing out of the equation completely and then your options became do something that moves the needle today or nothing, you're going to move the needle. This isn't complicated. This is, there's a third option that is quite destructive that holds you back and keeps you numb and causes problems. And that is the biggest barrier for people. And I'm going to go ahead and say it right now. The people who are going to thrive in 2024 are the people who engage in fewer numbing behaviors. If you successfully resist temptation day after day, if you resist the numbing behaviors more often and you allow yourself to experience the uncomfortable void of just dead space, you will start making better choices. But the thing is, you can't give yourself that third option. And the second thing that I will say is, you know, clean up your media quality in 2024. If it's not serving you or uplifting you or supporting you genuinely, then stop consuming it. Like there's, there's too much trash on the internet and on TV and all the stuff for you to opt for low quality media. Like your your media diet is contributing to the programming and beliefs that you have running. So pay close attention to that. Anyway, I'll get off my soapbox about consumption fasting. You all know how I feel. Like it's it's food. It's mental and energetic food that you are ingesting. This actually leads me to my next point or what I really want to focus on this year is simply how I'm using my time. If you are unfamiliar, I am really not a fan of people who almost use fear as a way to pressure themselves into using time differently. I don't like that approach. I don't like the whole life is short. I don't think life is short. Okay, sure, maybe from an eternal perspective, life is short, but in a physical body, I do not feel like life is short. Personally, I don't feel like my mortality is motivating. Like telling me, well, you're going to die, so you better get it done now. That's not inspiring. That's not motivating. No, thank you. My attitude is I always have the amount of time that I desire to experience. So your relationship to time, the malleability of time is, you would not believe how malleable time is. 
you have the ability to create more. So the passage of more time is something that you have control over that you can create. Now, most people are more interested in, I want less time. I want to collapse time. I don't want there to be as much passage of time. But the point is, it's relative. It's an experience that you're having. You have way more control over this than you realize. So my interest in 2024 is, what is the energetic quality of this time? What is the energetic makeup of what I'm doing with my time and how I'm wielding my time and what I'm broadcasting within this container of time? That is my interest this year. I went through this whole season where I was like obsessed with understanding time and learning about time and kind of shaping my understanding of time and just how I'm moving through time. You know what I actually feel really called to do? I think I'm going to open up the white rabbit again. I was trying to figure out like what do I want to do next or what do I want to open next? And I really feel like the white rabbit would be would be the thing to open right now. Anyway, it, depending on when you're listening to this, the white rabbit is my class about time. It's instant access. You get everything. It might be on sale at the time that you're listening to this, or it might be open depending on what's going on. So go look in the show notes and check out the white rabbit. If you're curious, if you also are like, I really want to use my time well in 2024. I want to have a different relationship with time. I want to use my time most effectively. I want to collapse time. I want to expand time. I want to create more time. Get into the white rabbit. That's where I give all my lectures on time is in the white rabbit. The whole purpose of working with time differently is that time is what makes up your energetic composition or rather that is how you can measure what your energetic composition is. So if you are dominantly spending your time in a particular way, then you know that that's going to be on the other side of now. So the next now moment, I might be getting too abstract. The next now moment that is on the other side of your energetic dominance is going to be, it's going to bear the fruit of how you spent your previous now moments. So if you are in a habit of using your time to pout and worry and fuck around with your focus, then you are destructively using your time. It's not constructive. It's not proactive. It's not beneficial. It's not serving you. It's destructive. It is destroying your time. You're planting shit seeds that are going to grow into shit bushes. Okay? So how you are using your time is important from an energetic standpoint, not just your relationship and how you're moving through time and the quality of the passage of time that you are experiencing in your body, but also what you are emitting within the time that is passing. And if you go unconscious to that, then that is where your reality creation is what ends up getting sacrificed or that's what ends up getting 
the negative impact of you squandering your focus and not using your time wisely. Now, I also want to throw this out there. When I'm saying use your time wisely or talking about high quality time, this has nothing to do with you cramming every nook and cranny of your day with self-help books and processes. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying what is the emotional content, the emotional content of your thoughts and of the time that you are experiencing. When you're conscious of that and then you're directing it and deliberately focusing on what you want to focus on and using that time to your advantage and you're using it constructively and you learn how to like master it, mastering the use of your time because that in and of itself is a skill that will make a world of difference when it comes to manifestations, not only with how fast they arrive, but also with how much you're enjoying yourself in the process. So it's like you get both. When you learn how to navigate time really, really, really effectively and you learn how to work with it effectively, then the whole thing, start to finish, becomes a lot more fun. So time is a very big deal and one of the things that I I feel like I got both sides of it last year where it's like there was time when I was using my time in a really intentional high quality way and then there were times when I felt time kind of elongated as a result of me being in this waiting mode and so then it felt like I was making more time because I was experiencing quote-unquote waiting which is not a good use of time and then there was also you know like moments of over consuming or like little habits where I was choosing numbing instead of other things. And so that, you know, that that's just another form of destructively using time when it's chronic or when it does become this thing that is pulling you often and you're not doing anything with it. And so I was just like acutely aware of the different seasons of my 2023 and when things were going really well and when they were really fun and feeling really amazing and then when they weren't and what was going on at that time. Okay, here's the other thing that I wanted to mention in this episode. So I just had a meeting with my team this morning and we were talking about 2024 and just all the changes that are happening because, you know, I retired astral playground i mean the library is still there you're more than welcome to get into astral playground if you want um if you want something that is new year specific go do the fresh start session that i did that's going to be a really good one for the new year so anyway if you want to go get that get that but anyway one of the the intentions that i have this year is to tell more stories in 2024. Like I really want my content to feel more personal and I'm just noticing that there is like this 
this hunger for more storytelling. And I've kind of been dabbling with this in my Instagram content lately, and people have been responding to it like crazy, where I'm focusing more on telling a story about something that happened or like a cool synchronicity or like I've been doing these little voiceovers where I will talk about like a prayer that was answered or something like that. And I am just loving creating that type of content. And I feel like that is just rich with teachings. And, you know, it's also good for documentation purposes. Like, because I really want to get better at documenting in 2024. And I just feel like the podcast and Instagram, like being able to bring all of these things together, storytelling, teachings, wisdom, it's going to be good. And I really want to kind of breathe life into my podcast again. I was already called to redo the branding for the podcast. So by the time you're listening to this, that might already be in effect or you might notice the change in branding. But I I can just feel myself wanting to pour more into my creative projects and pour more energy into breathing life back into certain platforms. And like my podcast is one of them. And the other thing that I'm intending to do this year is repurpose more of my Instagram content and put that on the blog. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because my podcast listeners are not all on my Instagram. I have a different podcast audience than I do my Instagram audience. And so I'm trying to make my Instagram content available in other places. That way nobody's being deprived. I have lots of other plans. It's too much to unpack. I I mean, some people really... Okay, side note, if you listen to the last episode that I did um I had one of my girlfriends reach out to me who's also an entrepreneur and she just said that she really liked getting all of the behind the scenes with my business and stuff I don't know that I'm gonna make that a regular thing but I'll I'll share more about it because it does seem like people are interested in all of that, or I've had people request that I do a podcast on business, which I will definitely do at some point, like a dedicated podcast for that. But I do want to share a little bit more behind the scenes in all ways on the podcast, not just limited to work, but just for more things, more of an inside look. And don't forget, if my whole rant about time and using time constructively, and making the most of it energetically. If you were super into that little rant that I went on during this podcast, go check out The White Rabbit. I'm serious. I'm going to open it before I upload this podcast. And so go check that out if you're interested. I'm going to put it on sale. That will be in the show notes. And if you want to get into the Astral Playground Library or if you want a New Year meditation, I have one of those as well. I'm going to put all of the links in the description box. And the other thing that I want to remind you of, if you want to work with me in 2024, 
I think graced is a great way to do that. That's my mastermind. Masterminds are my favorite container to run. And so graced is opening back up. Applications are now open if you're wanting to work with me directly this year. This is a fantastic way to do it. And church is also included with graced. So that is all for now, my friends. Happy New Year. Happy 2024. I am so glad we're here. I'm very excited to see what happens this year. I have a very good feeling about it. I'm sending love to each and every one of you. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day whenever you're listening to this, and I will talk to you all next time. Bye!